Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 133 of the Galen Trombley Show. Today is a I, second time I think I've had a father-daughter on, uh, but I'm super excited. I have John and Steph Damaris, so we have Big John. Does that make you Little Steph? <laughs> Big John and Little Steph? No, it's Lil. Lil, Lil like I, a rapper? L-I-L, yeah. Lil, Lil. Lil Steph. So uh, we got John and Lil Steph. Um, Damaris, uh, we've had Steph on multiple times before. This is John's first time, and John did admit that he's wa- listened to a couple mm-hmm. of these, which... I don't know if that's true or not, but I'll take it. It's absolutely true. You're helping my download numbers. And I'm not going to lie. I've been trying to get here. Here, I'm going to have you. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's been on the goal. Um, You've been trying to get on the show? Trying to get here, yeah. There you go. Isn't everybody? All you got to do is ask. This is the talk of the time. Actually, I shouldn't say a lot of people ask. I'm just like, I'll put you on a list. And then my list is, I do have a list, but like I said, I I, I like to reach out to people I want to talk to. So you guys, the reason I had you on, obviously I love talking to Steph, but you guys are starting out this new venture Rustic Pines wedding venue. I'm a huge fan, as you know. I, I rubberneck a lot and drive by. I, I would say hmm, half a dozen or maybe more times over the last probably year and a half. So been, been caught once. Been caught once, red-handed <laughs> um, by John himself. So, um, so introduce yourself. People do not know who you are because I, I call you Miss. Like G, you're basically the, everybody there for for the most part. GC, can we call you that? Sure, John General D. Contactor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got you get worked a lot. Your brothers have worked a lot. I know you've got other guys that have worked there, but I would say you're the you're the guy up on the roof, down on the ground, doing everything. So just a builder, you know. I'm the builder, you know. I'm the guy that gets blamed when. <laughs> well, things his go technical right. name <laughs> is the site coordinator. Yeah, that's I, his I business do, card name for Rustic Pines. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I do have a title. I'd appreciate it if you use that. It's the site coordinator. <laughs> yeah. we'll put that in the notes. John, Big John D, the, the site coordinator. So, Perfect. so uh, kind of a background. You're you're grew up building i mean yeah my I'm, that's my what i've always done you know i've been in the building since i was young it's um kind of my go-to thing it's i've always loved it i knew i was like a kid little that like just wanted to be a carpenter that was my th- actually i want to be a construction guy you know and it kind of just you know when you're not good at school and you don't have anything else. It's kind of a great dream that's probably going to come through. So you were the kid that had like the toy tool belt and just turned into a big kid tool belt? Absolutely. The Tonka trucks and all of that. Was your dad in it? Or like, uh, who taught you how to do uh, stuff? My stepdad uh, was in it and uh, my great grandfather was in it. I always, I love to tell the story that I bought my grandparents uh, old farm on the Irish Settlement Road and moved these guys all back from uh, California. And uh, the little old front porch which is going to be actually torn down at some point as soon as we finish the venue the venue kind of took place but i always say that i helped my great grandfather building that okay well it's my great grandfather so i'm about what four three four probably and i'm sure i was not much of a help in fact just the opposite but i actually have his toolbox wooden toolbox from back in the day. So I really believe that was the moment in time that I knew what I wanted to do. So what's, at what age did you really start working like in the field? 
Uh, like I said, I worked with my stepfather, you know, as a kid, you know, doing the cleanup, mm -hmm. doing this, you know, started like around 12 years old, 13. And, you know, during the summer times, there was always a neighbor that was working on something, you know, here or there. And maybe it was a porch, maybe I'd kind of wander over there and bother him to the point, like he'd give me something to do to leave him alone. And, uh, I can remember we had a babysitter. I want to say I was in like fourth, fifth grade and his name was, um, I believe his name was Mark Cobb too. His son was Mark Cobb and he built buildings, um, these little, um, like porches or add-ons that people would have for mobile homes. And he had a little shop at his house and he built these buildings. That was his thing and would send them off to, you know, whoever would buy them. We'd take all the scrap lumber and we'd build forts like all around the place. He'd come look at it. And I can remember one day we had built this, you know, what seemed like a monstrosity it was probably like a 10 by 10 right pretty big i mean a pretty decent structure for for little kids right and it had a sway to it i mean it's like this means we're gonna kill all of us at some point and he comes out to look at it and he's like pretty good guys pretty good but maybe a little cross brace like that which is the foundation of any framing job or anything is this cross brace to create you know create some kind of sheer value to building a wall and he put it on there and I can remember, I still remember this like it was yesterday as this little kid nailing that thing on there like he told me and it was like uh -huh. monumental and I to this day as soon as I get to that point where I know I need something that actually flashes in my mind so it's kind of strange how the little things that we you know along the path of our lives that we learn or we see or whatever they either mean something or they don't sometimes we don't realize what they mean at the time but as a, you know, as an adult now in the building business, I still refer back to that day. As soon as I get to that point in the job, I need a brace that flashes in my mind. So you were originally from here, right? That, yeah. Okay. And then yeah. you moved out to California. Correct. Okay. And then I, like I said, you ended up moving back when from California? I think it was like, it was just before uh, 2000. So I want to say 99, I think somewhere 99. I remember it was a big... Y2K, you yeah, know, yeah. I have a fear and everything. I was like, well, I'm getting out of here at the perfect time. <laughs> and how long were you in the, uh, California? About 15 years. And that was yeah. LA area. Yep. Okay. Yep. I know you guys are Dodger people. Oh, You're yeah. a Laker guy too. Because Dodgers and Lakers, man. I right? think, I think I see your like, social media. It's always one of the LA teams doing something. So yep. at least. At least you're good. You're not like a bandwagon guy. You live through it. So Absolutely. And I grew up, believe it or not, as a kid, as a Laker and a Dodger fan. And I was the only kid growing up who never saw his team play and was still a first-level fan. Yeah. And that was, was on TV a lot back then? No, never. I, was never. Gonna say, I mean, the Lakers were good, but this was what time? Probably the 80s? Well, when I was growing up, yeah, well, dude, I had grown up at that point. Were you, I Thank you. I you look good. I don't know. I guess your kids are more adult now, so you do the math. The math's I terrible. I graduated so. in '83, so I mean, okay, yeah, but so well, the '80s they were really good, right? You yeah. kind of had the Celtic Laker rivalry, yeah. and um, so what got you into those teams? Uh, just, I don't know. I honestly, I just, I had always had a vision that I would live in LA at some time uh, in California. My brother had the same feeling, and we moved out there together. Um, two guys with uh, literally a couple, couple hundred dollars and like four bags of clothes and didn't even know where we were going to live, but we knew we wanted to live in California. It was January here. And we're like, he was already gone. And he's like, dude, his friend bailed out him. He goes, you really want to live here? I mean, this, I was working construction at McDonald's over where they were building the, the, the original or well, the, the one before. This. Yeah, yeah. Not at McDonald's, but where they were building the um, townhouses. All those, oh, yeah, what yeah. are those townhouses? Wildwood. What is it? Wildwood? Yeah, all the, the the ones that go closer to GP or uh, go closer to West Bay no, Plaza. No, the one on the lake, the ones on the lake. 
right? Um, yeah. So if, if you go McDonald's, I think it's Wildwood, and then you go into like the other ones between West Bay Plaza, and there's like a apartment complex. They're the original ones, anyway. Okay. Which, and I was there, and you know, I was young. It was my job at that point. You know, it was January. We we're trying to dig footers for foundations for the posts on the porch. Which, I mean, I don't even know if that was a job. I think they would just have me do what to, you know, for, for nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I had enough of that. And my brother called me, hey, my buddy bailed out. He's not going to California with me. You want to go? He goes, I'll, I'll, I'll pay your ticket. I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. So two weeks later, we were out of there. So, okay, so what brought you back to the area? quality of life yeah. you know I, I moved out there there was not really a whole lot good going for like on. a young single guy kind of thing yeah it was mm-hmm. it was awesome i mean my no other place you'd want to be than la when you're single you know but you know i got a little bit older and my kids are getting older getting ready to <clears throat> get, get into school yeah i never wanted them to have to go to school there in that craziness and i always thought that you know someday I'd probably move to you know a different part of the world you know country or whatever and this kind of kind of came up by accident. I'd come home for a visit. My grandfather was sick. I'd been real close to him. Mm-hmm. They had an old for sale sign, you know, painted on plywood on the front yard for sale. I get there. I kind of have this like spiritual awakening of, wow, why am I in LA? If I want to come someplace, why don't I come home? I talk to my grandparents. We make a deal where I put in a mobile home next to them, kind of take care of them. We buy the place. I call my wife. What do you think about it? I'd go tomorrow. Did I marry the right girl or what? <laughs> so you met her in LA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's from Finland, right? Originally? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I see that the fin- you guys, when you travel to Finland, have cool photos. So Yeah. So now your sons live out in California. Yeah. So they, they moved back here or moved here, moved back. They were transplanted back here by force. <laughs> so they're, they're just like California boys by heart. So. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and uh, they've obviously, well, I mean, from what I've seen, have done pretty well out there. At least the stuff they're doing is pretty cool. So... I just yeah. like I just like like living vicariously through the photos and videos oh, and yeah. stuff. Me and I too. think they're doing like music videos now for people. Yeah. And they're here right now, actually. Are they? They flew in what? No, yeah, they flew in like two days, three days ago. So yeah, somewhere now. Yeah, they're doing a shoot for. Oh, I don't know if I can say who. No, it's okay. We yeah. won't give it away. Yeah, they're doing we'll, something. We'll let here. it drop. Yeah. But, but they're doing. Yeah. I know they're doing some music stuff out out uh, west, which looked pretty cool. So. Yeah, they're making a name. You know what I mean? They're 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 hooking up with some big people, and they're uh, they're making their own way, and they don't. It, uh, they, they 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 make their own money they survive they're happy and i mean that's pretty cool stuff yeah it looks like they're having fun like the yeah. stuff they're doing and stuff they like so i mean like i said I'm, I'm always envious of like what they can do with the camera what they can do with like just editing and i'm like God, like i, I know we got to get them in here when they actually have a second yeah because i want to i'd pick their brain for i mean there's so many things i want to ask them because i mean probably annoyingly they're probably like okay but like but no, no, they would love it they, yeah they're, they're good i mean the stuff they do from things i've seen they're they, I mean, they're very, very good. Like their skill set is just like, I mean, on par. I, I think from my like, you know, probably, you know, my eyes, I guess, be just very uh, professional and everything they do with that. So it's pretty cool. Um, now, Rustic Pines, kind of give us the background. How did this become? How did this come to be? I'm a, probably from the brainchild of you. Yeah, well, yeah, it was it was definitely a collaboration. But when I was in. Florida I was working at Streamsong Golf Resort doing weddings and events and I was like in a lull of like do I want to stay in Florida do I want to move home I remember I was like what am I going to even do if I move home I was like I can get a job at the ARC like that's where my mom works and I was like I'm never going to make like the money that I was making like serving and like doing weddings and stuff and then at the idea of just like running a bar like building a barn 
you're a contractor. And I was like, what about the Kelly Road? Like, we've always wanted to build on there. We wanted to do apartments. And yeah, that's what we had originally. I would always thought that. Because this is behind her, the home. This is like extension of your property, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I always thought that someday her and I would be in some kind of business. I thought we didn't We were going to do apartments. Yeah. So, like, when I was coming home, I was like, yeah, like, we can do the apartments on the side. Like, I would manage them. And then just, like, I was like, wait, why am I not doing something with what? I think the Taylor rental job or something had popped up for event coordinator. And I was like, why don't we just build a venue? And I instantly, he was like, we're doing it. I, I feel like we started getting the plans together. You started like rough sketching it, like in the living room. You're like, we're going to do this post and beam. Yeah. He's like, we can get all rough cut. Like it was just like an idea that instantly just like caught fire. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as we talked about it, it sparked yeah. and like we went right to the, no, I had, well, I moved home. Worked at Claire, started working at Claire and Carl's and we just started getting everything together and we went right to the town. That was a big thing. Uh, she asked, you know, do you think we could build something like that in the Kelly Road? And I don't know if you remember, I said, well, we have to go see what it's known for. You know, and we went down and saw her. I called as soon as we found out it was known for. We were so nervous too, though, because it's so hard to like, well, you know, with like permits and building mm-hmm. and all that. We're like, yeah. what if this isn't a thing? We went there and they were like so excited to like have it in Skyler. Well, we're a town of Plattsburgh, but it's basically yeah, Sky- it's, it's town Falls. of Skyler Falls. Okay, town of Skyler Falls. Yeah, but the the address is like weird because it still says Plattsburgh or whatever. Plattsburgh but- mailing address, but town of Skyler Falls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you guys thought about this, to when did you think about it? To when did you start? I say break ground, but when did you start working on it? Because you had to take trees down too, right? Because wasn't that all wooded? Yeah, and again, that I just the catalyst to this thing happening and why it became like instant is first of all. I'm a builder, so my daughter asked me if I can build something. My daughter is great at what she does, mm-hmm. and I believe in her 100%. So that made it easy. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's got the sun, sunnies on, at least. i got to pull myself together. No, it's all right. <laughs> I was going to say, my daughter's too, but I'm already like, I'm such a softie for my, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that, it, that's when it started for me. You know what I mean? It don't yeah. get any easier. But yeah, so I mean, I've got this person wants to do business with me and believes in me. And I obviously believe in her. So that was a that was a no brainer. But as far as, you know, getting it started, we had that was the next step was we had to um, and we found out that it was zoned for what's called special use. But then you've got to go in front of the planning department mm-hmm. to find out if they want that in their town. You know, like it could, special use could be a strip bar, could be that, could be a regular bar, could be, you know, anything special use other than, you know, uh, residential uh, duplexes, apartments mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's that's how it came. Mm-hmm. And you want to tell the story about we were waiting for our day in the front of the planning board and it was supposed to be on such a date or whatever. We hadn't heard anything, hadn't heard anything. So tell them about how all of a sudden. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. What we didn't hear anything. Where were we? We were at a basketball game. We're getting ready we were to go to a Peru, basketball game. Peru Saranac or something. We were there, I thought. Or were we no, we were on our way. We were yeah. about to go. We're getting in the car to go to the basketball game and Bill from the planning, he calls and he's like, Hey John, where are you at? Like we're about to start your your project and go over everything. We're like, wait, what? He's like, Yeah, it's going on right now. And we're like, Oh my god, we'll be there like right now. So like on our way to Peru, we just like dart and go to Skylar Falls to like go to this meeting. We don't have any, like, we don't have anything. We're like, okay. He's like, you don't need anything. Like, we're just going to talk about it, blah, blah. So we sat in front of, like, seven of the, the board members and basically kind of just pitched it to them. And they were like, we want this. Like, we want this in the town. And I think from there, we had another meeting for the permit. 
Yep. We had a few different. So know. I had to, I had to write up a big, I had to write up a business plan of like how we were going to do it, what we were going to do. Um, whether we were going to do the food portion and I knew I didn't want to get involved was, with food. Was this 18 to 20, uh, 19? This 2018, was 2019? Yeah. Cause I had just gotten, it was midway through 18 is when I moved back from Florida. And then you, but you had a year at Taylor. So 19. So yeah, it was 19. We got the business name approved in 18, December of 18. Okay. Cause I think we met in 19. Beginning yes, of 19? Yes, because I was at Taylor. Taylor. Okay, so that makes yeah. sense. Because okay. I think that's kind of how we... Well, I think, you had, I think you had started the process of... Well, I say process. Visually seeing the process, like when I see it on like Instagram and hear you talk about it, was closer to the end of 19 yes. going into 2020. Because yeah. I remember Breaking the pandemic ground. hitting yeah. and that kind of like... That give you a lot... The pandemic, that give you a lot of time? It did, actually. It kind of it's got my Almost two like sons back here. Yeah, blessing in disguise for yeah. us. Like. It really was in a, in a lot of different ways, yeah, for sure. So um, the plan, So you came up with the idea. You started the whole process probably about a, a year from the start to... It, yeah. I mean, got, you probably got the, like, the idea of the wheels turning quickly, and then obviously with the planning, it takes time. And well, I think we were legal. our start of it, like with the planning part and all that, because obviously it was basketball season, so it was wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that, you know... We were able to go. We didn't lose any time building uh, because it was winter time. So we were able to the starting time was getting through with permits, dealing with all that, planning board and all that, which all went relatively quickly. Um, then come, I, I remember it was June when we got our, our permit. For the size, like remember we were out in the snow, like spray painting, yep. like where we wanted to lay it, how we wanted to lay it. Yep. Yep. And then we were, so it was, uh, it was pretty quickly after that, that, that things started to really roll. I mean, I think we only had about seven or eight months of actual work time before we had a structure. Yeah. Cause it went up quick. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I remember, I think when you guys had first cleared the lot and then I think like getting ready to, you guys were like tampering down the, the, you know, to put down the base. Yep. Yeah. I remember that was like yeah. early on. And of course, when you see something, you know, like anything else, when you build, it's like everything just looks like, like not, obviously it's just, it's bare almost. Like you said, yeah. you got like kind of like stakes in the ground you got some like, you guys know what you're building, but like everybody else is like, what are they, what is this going to be? And now you look at it and like, holy crap, this thing is huge. <laughs> Great story for that. I'm in a yoga uh, class and uh, there's these girls talking and one of them lived like in our neighborhood and we had had the sign out front on the military turnpike yep. saying rustic pines, wedding barn coming soon. So I, one of the girls says to the other girls, she goes, yeah, did you see that thing for the new wedding barn over, over in Skylar Falls? And the one girl goes, yeah, my husband and I saw the sign and we drove down there and there's nothing there. <laughs> Coming just, soon. Yeah. I'm just sitting there beside her and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not telling her that's my place. <laughs> Under construction. The, uh, well, have you gotten, I mean, I, I say I like rubberneck down, but I'm sure you've gotten people that have driven down, just kind of like circled around and All looked. All the time. Like, what do we call them? Lookers or... Uh, that's a looker i'm trying to think there's something else i was definitely in that category another term we use but it's funny because that i mean i've had that property for you know 20 something years and usually i I logged it i used to cut the timbers there for uh, i had a sawmill i'm Mm -hmm. building storage buildings and gazebos which was my ability to stay home get these guys on the bus coach all their sport teams i got to make my own way and i was at home doing this so that property's been there for a long time. I hunt back there. Every, so I know that road. I know who goes down there. There's only a um, trucking company yep. down there at the end of it. So I know the people who go down it. Since this project, 
super traffic. You know, so people who think that they're just kind of cruising by and nobody will know. No, I know what you're doing because I know. Sometimes that was, I try to and wave I love and it. people are like, they won't, don't want to like stop. I like, like drove down, I spun around and you were, I think you were doing something in the yard and I caught you like as you were walking out and I stopped and I said like, good job or, you know, or I think I said who I was. And, uh, but yeah, I was, I was totally just kind of glancing at it because it looks cool. Like I went and there was like a dirt turnaround. I, went I do that. Around. I honestly do. I drive down there. I, Just take a peek at it? Yeah. I, it's visually me, really cool from the road. To this day, and this isn't um, arrogance. This is gratitude. To this day, every day that I drive by there or walk into that place, I look at it and I just go, wow. This happened for us. Like you last know, night, we were we, standing on the road. Yeah. Like as the sun was going down after it got stained and we're like, dang. <laughs> we literally built this from the ground up. It's Yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So the plans for it, do you... How do you come up with plans for that? Did you sketch it? Uh, did you find a plan? Did you find like? We, we, uh, he, John D. literally made the plans. <laughs> really? Got a, like, got a this, this blows my mind. You talk, like when you talk about like getting construction, but having the visual, like being able to visualize what you need and where you need it. And like, I keep seeing all the little details now that you're adding all the finishing work. And it's like, it, it, it's kind of, it's like if you read a book and you like, did you read Harry Potter? books no okay that's twilight fine okay we'll take, uh, <laughs> take twilight so if, if <laughs> so i'm out take, on balls okay but if you take like a series of books and like you read the first book second book and by the time you get to the end book you're like wait they've been building on this like theme they already had this book written but they were doing all these like the first books that's what i feel with this barn it's like or the wedding venue it's like the stuff we're seeing now you've had planned out for what, close to two years now oh and now gosh, it's just yeah. finally taking shape oh, i see there's probably some small details like what exact lights but most of the stuff is like just starting to like just completely gel together it's it, awesome there, there is a lot of, of truth to that and it that's what makes it pretty neat um <laughs> it's also why i get so emotional <laughs> for this, shit, man. this is why we don't do it live and like on camera You're good man, that's brutal because it's you know it's, it's it has been a lot of hard work I've always maintained that we're so grateful because it's went so smoothly. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done way smaller projects than had much, you know, it's went really smoothly, but it's also to have that vision and to put your heart and soul. We did this all in cash. We didn't take out any loans. Wow. I was, um, was going to ask you. We did it all ourselves. That girl right there, my two sons and a buddy of mine helping out, um, built this whole entire place. We subbed out the, the concrete foundation, although we did the stamp concrete mm -hmm. and, we subbed out just the metal roofing. That's it. Everything else we did ourselves. And so to have days where you're not even sure you're going to be able to pull this off when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you just go, wow, am I going to embarrass myself, my family? Or, you know, have I, you know, am I going to get this done? You know, and you, you get up the next morning and you just go, well, I'm going to go give it another try. And it, then it, when you sit back like we did yesterday and we're sitting at the road looking at the staining of the, of the overhang and saying, you know, this is, this is done now. What mm -hmm. a difference it makes. And I'm looking at the building that I remember her and I and Dylan, uh, out there spray painting where it's going to go. Yeah. And then I remember being out there again with her in the, the, um, excavator, 
the concrete guy and we're laying it out and I'm measuring setbacks from the road yep. and I've got her, okay, exactly how do you want this building sitting? And she's out there going, I want bring it this way a little bit more, bring it this way. No construction background other than the fact that she's lived in the construction. Yeah. My kids have never lived in a house that hasn't been under construction except for where they live now since they got out of our house. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but I mean, I think it's probably still a pretty good background too, right? But to be out there at that road, and as I'm sitting at the road, I'm saying to her, I'm going, look at the way you position this thing. Yeah. You've nailed it from yeah. the way the sun rises to the way the sun sets. Yeah, it's like, gorgeous. How in the heck do you not get emotional? Because she was that two-year-old girl. Yeah. Not that long ago. You're going to make me cry, John. No, you're no. talking about. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> I told you it was going to happen. John's, uh, <laughs> what? What, what did we, oh, uh, oh, we lost, actually. There we go. We're back. So John said before, actually, John, that we would take the under on this. So John goes, how long before I knock something out or knock my headphones? So you're the first guy ever. Two things, actually. Only guy to wear sunglasses in here, So which is fine. It's all Kanye good. West. And then number two is first guy to rip the mics out. But not the mics, the headphones. Um, so the, And we said over under 30 minutes. So it's actually 23 minutes. So no way. If you took the under, if you took the under, you would have won. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like, look at my, like, she's a two-year-old daughter, but she's like, obviously doing stuff now and I'm like this kid is gonna like I'm just gonna have the, a difficult time because I'm such a softie especially if it's I have yeah. one daughter so it's like I'm very similar to you two boys and one girl so oh cool um nice the uh but where did you think you got that from like because you got a good vision I mean with like I said wedding planning and everything else that natural is that something that I feel like I got it from you just, but also just like it's such a visual everything about weddings and stuff is all about visual and just like Coming, turning from the road and coming down the road, the way that you see it when you're driving, when you first approach it to where you're going to be entering from the parking lot and stuff. Like there's so many like different components that go into it for the visual. Yeah. Of the, and that's the thing I feel like there's so many little things that I'm like, we need to get that up because that's what the brides care about. Like compared to like the little construction things. Like I see the little things that other people visually can't see prior when it's just the skeleton. So I feel like that's how we've been able to like collab. Oh yeah, we're that's that's the partnership to 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 a T. Well, the other thing too is like you know exactly what you want. So there's not like a lot yeah. of decisive. Like, are you guys pretty like firm on what you want, or is it there's a lot of decisiveness? Or when you, you just say like, no, when you say you guys, it's it's kind of funny because I'm learning from her what she wants and what people want, mm -hmm. and I'm putting it in 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 motion. You know, there's certain things to the building industry that I know after, you know, 30 something years of being in it, she doesn't know, but she knows what she wants. And my job is to give her just like she's my client, but she's my partner mm -hmm. exactly what she wants. And it's fun and it's easy because she doesn't want anything that's unreasonable. She wants things that are going to make us successful. And that that's a blast. And we can do it because, you know, we're owners were the creators, mm -hmm. were the uh, builders. It's, it's, I mean, it's really a great, for me to end my career, and this is really going to end my career as far as the building goes, I'll always be building around there and doing stuff, but I'm not going to be out building for the public anymore. So to be able to end it mm -hmm. on this note, which is basically a builder's dream, you know, to be able to do and create something his own way with, and then add, you know, family with it. I mean, that's pretty cool. Well, I, I think that when you said this, this is probably one of the easiest projects you've had. It's just 100%. because you guys are all in the same, like you guys are just like locked in. Like you guys know what you want. You're in yeah. tune. You're just like, there's no, your vision's not different from her vision's not different from, you know, and obviously, you know, Pat and Nick having a hand in it. I mean, they have their own, I'm sure they had opinions and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, you know, they're creative. Sure, I, like we've yeah. not argued, but like, 
Oh yeah, Nick, we've argued. Nick is we've yeah. Fought. Nick <laughs> will question everything that we do, and like actually today was like one of the first times that like I Nick was like, wow, okay, like you, he's like, you got to get the lighting right, like you got to make sure you order all this and that. And today, like we have all the lights on in there right now, and he was like, wow, like even the he said to me like the vanity lights. Yeah. He's like, you got the warm tone there, but then you have the commercial lights that hang down on top that you need, and he's like, it just it sets the tone so perfect. Nice. So like hearing that from Nick because he's such a yeah. criticizer was like super cool. And the other thing is, if you look at that venue, the main big window at the top oh, yeah, yeah. was part of the original plan. The two side windows were not, and that was Nick's as we were yep. building. So when you Is that say, for light, like natural light? Yeah, yes, yeah, for photography, because you need the light yeah. for yeah. photography. Yeah. So he, that was added in. So when you say like there was, there was this vision, is this exactly of the plan? To a certain extent, yes, but there was a lot of things that developed along the way mm-hmm. as you're building something like this, that, hey, let's do this, and that was one of them. And we had that freedom because we were yeah. doing it ourselves. Yeah. It's not like we had to go talk to someone and be like, hey, can we do this? It's like, no, we want to do this, let's do it. You could do it on a dime. Yeah. You yeah. could say, let's do it, and like, yeah, let's do it. So that, I mean, that was Nick's deal, those windows, and I can't even imagine not having those windows now. Well, I think like the hard part when planning, like you said, planning this out for two years is trying to figure out all those little nuanced things. Like you said, for the lighting, it's like, okay, well, I didn't even think about that. We're looking at positioning. We're looking at what color we want. We're looking at post and beam and all this. And then you start those small little details that you, it's almost like when you build a house and you find out there's a thing in your house, like, God, I hate how this counter is like six inches too narrow or something. And it just bugs you forever. And it's like, why didn't we just, you know, hindsight. And it's, it's trying to get ahead of the hindsight and saying what, you know, what should we do prior? And that I think is the hardest part of planning. It's like foreseeing issues and trying to come up with the issues before. And, um, so and you're good with that. Like you, he sees 10 steps ahead of the yeah. game, like being in the construction. If I put it like this, like what if, I don't know, like 10 different things happen from here in 10 different scenarios. Yeah. He's really good at like foreseeing. Otherwise that. you're tearing stuff out and you can't be tearing stuff out. And same with yeah. like the wedding too, like with the kitchen, we needed two. we weren't going to have two doors in there. And then we were like, we need two doors in there because Just in the hindsight, yeah. It's just going to, working me, working in a kitchen, like only having one door, it's constantly. Mm-hmm. So why Bottom not neck. make it easier? Yeah. Um, so how, how's the, what's the square footage of the venue? Like the main, what do you want to call it? Main, I say dance floor, but like the main hallway or main. So the whole entire footprint of the building is 6,000 square feet and then 14 feet, give or take wide by the whole length of the building by a hundred feet is the house side, bathrooms, bar, prep kitchen, bridal suite. Mm -hmm. The other side is you've got 30, 44. I'm going to get the math wrong and everyone's going to be going, that doesn't add up to what he just said. (laughs) (laughs) Give or take a couple of feet here, folks. So, you know, it's going to be 14 plus 30, right? So 34 feet by hundred feet long is the, basically the, the main area. So the main area goes from door to door. Yeah. So you can see basically right through. Yeah. Yeah. Open floor plan. They can design it however they want. I have a CAD program that they can put all their tables, chairs, and they can put the dance floor wherever they want. Like I really wanted the clients to come in and just have this blank canvas to do what they want. Oh, so you can reposition stuff. Yeah. You can put like the head of the table at one end versus the other. Now you have doors all along. I don't know what direction this would be. I guess the west side. Is the west side facing away from the turnpike? The, the main well, side, like when you're staying by the road, you see like the, on the side, do you have you have doors throughout there, right? Make big doors? Yeah. I don't know. North, south, east. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always figure it out by the sun rises and sets in the west. So the sun comes up over the back of the building and sets into the front. I'm thinking the, the road is your north side. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. The so northern road side. Front right. doors. Yeah. There's three three main entry doors. Yeah. Okay. So you have one on each end, and you have one in the middle. Yes. Kind Correct. of deal. And yeah. those I'm are those like you leave those open during the day, like nice days, just to kind of like yeah airflow and with just, the fans and everything. It's like a natural like circulation of air. Yeah. Which is nice. Um. So. Was there any limitations when you guys were building this that it's 6,000 square feet? Did you want it bigger? Did you want it smaller? Did you want it laid out differently? Were there zoning issues? Oh, were there? No, we went big right from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. We didn't want to mess around. Yeah. We really did. And that's kind of pretty much bad. To grow into it if you had to. Everything in yeah. life is, you know, if you're going to do something, man, do it, do it big. I mean, make sure that you're not, you know. Extra space is not a bad thing, especially yeah. something did, like that. But we, we did it to where we could, didn't get into like other areas that we couldn't build on, right? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we actually put ourselves into the next level of having to have like a sprinkler system and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So we, we definitely, you know, put, put things into a, a larger scale. I mean, how, we could have scaled back. People say it all the time. Why did you have to have the ceiling so big? Why is yeah, how, so how high tall? is the ceiling up? 34 feet. Wow. That's yeah. to the peak? Yeah. 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 I mean, cause you have, it, it goes up and then it goes up. I say it goes, up. I mean, in my hand, actually, you guys think, can see this on the on line, or radio, but it goes up and then it peaks and the, like goes back up almost like a, what was that called? Center. It's called a I'm like trying to make like a house. Mo- mo- <laughs> right. It's like taking a little monopoly house and putting it on the center of this big barn. Cause you have like that middle section that goes yeah, up. It's, I, I've heard it called a Kentucky barn. Uh, some people refer to it as something else, but, um, yeah, I, I like the Kentucky barn cause it just sounds cool, but horse barn, you know, if you had any horse barn and that's really yeah. what we're replicating yeah. is yeah. down the centers, your aisle, and then the two side shed roof styles. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. So you, you're explaining it way better than I was. Yeah. But the two, you know, so you basically got a, an aisle down the middle and then two shed roofs off to the sides. Those were the box stalls in those type of, you know, yeah. barns. Yep. And that's kind of what we were going for that, that same type of look. But the, the other thing I wanted to mention too, is that, you know, you're talking about being able to visualize and create and you're one of, you're the one of those guys. There's people and you ask them, where do you think you got it from? Or well, where do you learn? Let's it? say, let's, let's say there's four, maybe your wife, I don't know your wife, but let's say there's five Damaris's, then it's me. So you guys are, <laughs> I'm behind you guys on this. <laughs> I appreciate though. <laughs> it, 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 it create, like I'm, she's a creator. My sons are creator. They're, they're using their, I mean, they're good in the construction, but my son, Pat, same thing. You know, I mentioned Nick on a couple of the window ideas and stuff, but same thing with Pat. I mean, throughout the course of the job, and of course can't think of anything specific right now, but I, I guarantee, I know there were things that he came to oh, us. Pat with challenged like, all the time. Yeah, they, and, and I respect that. I mean, it drives me crazy when it's happening. Yeah. And I'll, you know, we'll get into our little things, but it's always, and that's the beauty of, of our family, is that we will come at you and we're going to tell you what time it is. Mm-hmm. And then you go evaluate it and figure out if it is that time or not. And maybe it's half that, maybe it's not, or maybe you totally disagree and then it's done. But that's the beauty of, of what we do. We challenge the crap out of each other over everything. My wife does not have that gene. She, we compete about everything. Like we're, we're in the yard. Yeah. She's just, everybody be nice. Just, just be nice. Like yeah. she won't even know what the conversation was. We play just, basketball together, <laughs> tennis together against whatever. It's like blood. I mean, there is no. Dude, Nick D, last time we played basketball, Nick D was literally like. Yeah, that's just what and my, and my wife did taking him out and you're like, okay, yeah, my knees are just uh, 
He wanted to so bad, like to take him out too, but like he's like shit. As, like, I was gonna say, you're me. extending your career right yeah. there. Yeah, like, this might you're be like LeBron right now in, <laughs> in the league. But that we compete over everything. I mean, yeah. we are just so competitive about you know. And my wife just can't even. She ha- doesn't have a competitive bone in her body. Yeah, you know, you want it, have it, take it. <laughs> Just nice, ba- nice balance. Nice balance. So but is your wife involved at all, or is she just more of like, again, make sure that you guys are all getting to the finish line? Yeah, she'll bring piece. us lunch. She helped me with the <laughs> the flower pots the other day. Yeah, and the so- plant. She keeps me from killing them guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talks you up know? the wall and yeah. I mean, it's it's the to me it's the classic case of um, you know in the football you see the the guys running to the sideline you know and they're waving to the camera. Who do they say hi to every single time? Must be mom. Mom. They, yeah. You never hear those guys say, hey, dad, what's up? Yeah. You know, yeah so, dad's hey, mom, an afterthought. Mom, you know, it's all mom. Well, that's why. Because dads, you know, they give you your structure and the backbones and the moms keep us from killing them. Yeah. You know, that's just the reality. So yeah. she's like the football mom. You know, they go home. You know, they're, when they're at the construction site, she's, they're going to be yelling, hey, mom. They be hey, hey, see what we did? Where's dad? I, I don't know. I forgot about him. <laughs> fell asleep on the excavator. The, uh, but I mean, the, the four of you guys kind of like, polishing ideas and getting different input. I mean, you're bringing out the best in everything. So it's like really the product that you're going to deliver is like, could not have been delivered with any of the missing links kind of deal. Um, now is it where you are today? Is it like pretty spot on to what you guys had originally for your vision? Is there anything much different from the original plans or is there anything where you're, like I said, when you say compromise, but did you have to, rethink some stuff or like well we really wanted to have this we weren't able to implement it or hey here was like a big win that we had that we never even thought about but it turned out like the there's, windows yeah there's probably more of those than and yeah. i can't honestly think of anything and, and it's also part of our the damaris personality you don't really spend a lot of time worrying about the crap that didn't go our way mm-hmm. and honestly and i know this sounds arrogant not much doesn't go our way. We we work hard, you know. Not saying yeah. that, that, but we, we you're that way, dude. You're a winner. You're a, you, well. You, you gotta. I think if you have a vision and you plan for it, like when you say, well, a lot of it too. When you say you don't win, it's like you just said. If you don't focus on the negatives and you just keep like, That's I look at negatives, is. you bounce off of me and it makes me yeah. better. And I learn from it. And I'm like, okay, it sucks, but I'm it gone. sucks for a blink of an eye. And yeah. then I'm focusing on positives. And law of yeah. attraction has been huge. Like yeah. every th- time we had a challenge or something that kind of potentially could have set us back we're like it happened for a reason we're supposed to go this direction mm-hmm. we're supposed to do that we're supposed to oh. work on this part of the venue right now not that we'll work on that after yeah I'm, I'm big on like believer in that if something like if it bounces you off and you're trying to fight it but there's another it's like okay maybe that's it's just meant to happen there's someone's yeah. someone's pushing me that direction just to make it happen and like the law of attraction i mean like we've talked about it we kind of yeah. met through you know Basically, you guys like cold, you and Anna like cold uh, DM me on something, but then yeah, it was like, yeah. you kind of like hit it off. And, but I think it's just your personality and like people that are driven and people that want to succeed, like you naturally tend to gravitate towards those people sure. and get away from like the negative Nancy kind of people where you're like, dude, I don't like, I don't have time for negativity because I'm just, I'm too busy. I wanted to like, I want. That's why I worked so well with Anna. That's why we were just like dream team. No yeah. drama. Like I remember when we both got hired, everyone was like two girls working together and we were just. It was the best. Yeah. When you focus on any negatives or yeah, and I, and I think with you guys knowing like the final product, you're gonna have speed bumps, but it's like as long as you know you're getting bounced back on the track and like yeah, you know you got the end goal in mind, goal. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. So now jumping to kind of more of the operational aspect of this. So day uh, opening day is what day again? Twenty first of August. August. Okay. So we're about what three months out right now. Yeah. Yep. So when do you when do you think like? F- 
when do you think the final like it's going to be all set ready to go is this kind of like i'm sure the night before you're still going to be like working uh, but it's but like really like this the main structure when do you guys plan on finishing geez i mean we're getting the the epoxy we're doing really cool epoxy floor floor yeah. um the 13th that weekend of june and people, then, people ask us that all the time and i i, I my answer to that is like by the 21st you know i yeah. just to me i don't really i can't impose those deadlines on myself i don't even think to do that i'm grinding every yeah, day yeah that's the that's the construction well, right just get up well, and grind well even if it's not finished finished by the first day it's still going to look like 95 i mean everybody's going to say it looks finished and you guys will always i'm sure always be tinkering with certain things oh, and yeah. always improving and it. that's that's the point of it yeah. too is yeah. like we so many venues around here are the, it's the same thing every mm -hmm. event you go to i won't say anything you go to the event and it's the same yeah, way you know to expect, yeah. every time so we want our venue to be different every single time like this year we won't have a groomsman suite but for 2022 we're gonna have a groomsman suite like we're constantly wanting to have different things and change things up how big how much of a property i guess going forward obviously like you're you're starting out so kind of not putting the cart before the horse but if you have extra land like you said adding a, a groom suite or is there other plans that you guys are like, hey, okay, phase two, phase three? Oh yeah, I mean that's I think that's what my what I was getting at as far as a deadline. I don't think I'm able to impose any kind of deadline on myself because I don't see this place ever being finished. Yeah, I mean that's like saying you know when are you going to stop you know growing? Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. this place is going to be always something to do, always something to make it greater. How, how much land do you have to work with? Uh, we got plenty. Yeah, so there's, I mean, land's not going to be a limitation. No, no, okay, exactly. Cool. And across the street is an osprey breeding ground, so like nothing, nothing can oh, be built awesome. around us or yeah. in front of us, which is nice. <sighs> Almost got her again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he nicked it. The, uh, um, so, yeah, so go, going in plans in, in the future, because that was one of the things I wanted to, like, because I know my guess is what you just said, that this is going to be ever-evolving and that there's never really going to be a... A, like a finish and you probably wouldn't want to finish too if you're just like driven it kind of just keeps you motivated right, and what's right. the next thing and, right right um now who the finishes of the of the barn was that more you was that more like the stain the the, the look the dark tin uh, i'm taking credit on the tin on the stain 100 yeah, percent because nobody would had my back on that would you want lighter one. darker it, Lighter. Everybody lighter. wanted gold, lighter, natural wood. Even people driving by that I don't even know will now come to me and go, you know, when you first had that little bit of stain on there, I was like, oh that, my that God, was me. Not, not that it was bad, it. but it wasn't, when you said barn, I was envisioning a lighter, yeah. a yeah. lighter tone or white or something. And then I saw the dark and I'm like, wow, it wasn't bad. It was just like, not, it's almost, it's kind of like my table, I guess, my desk. Yeah, Maybe a it's, a, it's mahogany. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah I was gonna, that's what that is. So it's, um, but kind of seeing it, it took me, by surprise, again, not in a bad way, just totally shifted what I had and in my mind. And that's what we wanted that's, to. It, yeah. At the same time, we're like, we don't want to be another cliche barn. Like, well, we wanted this to be different. Well, with the with the I say black. Is it black? What's what's the dark? You have like yeah. the gutters, yeah, and you black. have black. Is that's, it just that's black. That's been the yeah. theme. I guess that kind of results back to you coming from California with the black theme with the brackets. Because yeah, the black looks awesome. It's just a very sharp like. Like really, dra like draws your eyes to it, and I think the tin roof is amazing. I love it. My, my vision was wasn't necessarily that dark either. I was almost I was on board with the light. 
until one day, all of a sudden, I, I don't know if I saw the stain, you know, first or whatever it was, but in my mind, I had this carriage house look, yeah. you know, like you see in the doors, it's something that was just, and so like when you, when you say that, uh, you're, you didn't have that vision of that dark. And yeah. then when you saw it, it was just like, wow, that was my vision to shock people, to have people just go, Whoa, what? That's not normal. That's I, not what people it's pretty do. Dope. Like, that's not what I've seen. That's not, that's, that's who I am. But my buddy says all the time, he goes, boy, you just love that shock value. Don't you? You just love that shock value. Well, it's when you start dragging it all together. Like you said, now you have the, you have the, uh, the walkway and you're starting to add the stones, you're starting to add the plants, you're starting like, you can see it just slowly Everything get is pulled together. together. Yeah. And it, it's almost, again, like another analogy, like you watch one of those like cliffhanger movies where you have all these things or, or a series and everything's swirling around all these storylines and they start to connect at the end. It's like, you're really starting to see this whole thing being brought to life and it's, um, it, it's cool. I mean, like I said, I usually when you scroll through Instagram, you know, you see the same things over and over again. Like I see, you guys are one of my main things I see. That's why I see like every post. I love it. Like every time I see a post, I'm like, this is, I sit there and I look, I zoom in. I do like all the like oh, nerdy stuff, but I just, I, it just looks really cool. Like, so, char- so I was, I hogged up the, the, you know, the staining, but the interior finish now, that's this one right oh, here. Oh yeah. When I was going through, I was like, I'm going to Champlain Electric to talk to Biz. Like he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked out everything and I was, so now that it's all coming in there. It's yep. like, and I didn't always agree look, yeah. with some of the stuff. I'm like, a lot of it's more modern and like, you don't see that in Plattsburgh. More industrial. Yeah. yeah. So I really wanted to and again, contrast it's, the rustic. It's, it's how we vibed off of each other. You know, I had a vision. She had a vision. They were very similar. They clash sometimes. Like there's, there's certain things like I'm all about like, Hey, so I'm going to think, what do you think? And she's like, no. And there's a certain way that she'll go, oh, I don't know, maybe we'll see. You know, that's, you know, we can work with it. There's the other one was like, uh, I, I don't know. That means no, she's he not into it He sees it right and I, like, it just shows in my face. And I he, love that. I when mean, he wants to that. put like an antique somewhere or something, I'm like, mm. no, you're well, right. <laughs> I, 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 I like the idea, like you said, you're kind of morphing like the old barn, like the 1800 barn type deal merged with like modern decor in it. Because I think that's one that's trendy now, but two, it's, it's trendy but not in that sense like i find like wedding venues probably don't have that they're probably still old where i feel, I feel like yours you're just adding that modern modern like flair to it. almost like a, a fusion of two worlds yeah and that's her modern, yeah what's your uh, uh, rustic with a modern twist yeah i, I think it just my... lo- it drags it out or like pulls it out now um the bar how, how's the because the bar was really cool and you just talked about adding like the shiplap up going up the side so yeah. like kind of talk about the bar a little bit um this usually like the center point of most Again, that was, and, and I wonder if our, if our collaboration, as we're talking about this now, it's kind of occurred to me, you know, where modern meets old has to do with her age and my age, yeah. what my yeah. experience is, what I know is that am I bringing that part of it and she's bringing the other part of it and we're melding in, into the middle of it, you know? Um, I, I think that's probably has something that I didn't really even think about till just now. Um, but the bar, again, that the bar was something that kind of just evolved, we had visions. We wanted a big bar because everywhere we've gone, people are always so jammed up at the bar and yeah. me working at different wedding bar bars and stuff like at the golf resort. I always used to say like, it was such a pain to have such a small bar because people were all clustered there. And then you wanted like a main, we, we needed a main focal point yep. in there. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to do. Is it centered? 
Yeah. Pretty yeah, centered yeah, yeah. in there. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty much. It's centered off the front door. Yeah, right across. when you come in through the entry, that's the first thing you see. So we, we kind of created it to look like an old barn inside the barn. So we've got the tin roof. We're getting ready to put up the old, like, gray wash um, barn board on the top. So it's going to literally look like an old barn. And then we're putting all... Of, he gets to have his antiques, but it's only going to be in the bar area because um, he wanted to deck the place out. And I was like, no, like even when I worked at Taylor Rental. Like, like antique farm? Yeah. Like, like farm, yeah. like no, milk but like, can and like yeah. wheels and things like that. And like old bar, old bar signage and stuff. So I want the bar to be like a dive bar. And that was the perfect way that we could put all of his cool like trinket. Is trinkets a word? Yeah. Sure. Um, trinkets, yeah. All that stuff in there and just like deck Jotskis, it out. right? Was that another word for it? Jotski or... I think so. Trinkets. We'll go with trinket. I felt like an like an old person saying that, but yeah. But to to what she was saying about that, and that's always been my thing too. Is every time you go to a wedding, it's like they operate the bar out of like a coat closet or like a side. You know, it's like a side gig. Or and the two biggest things that bother me is you've got that. Then you have no place to go to the bathroom after. So that was one of the yeah, things that we talked are, about. We got big bathrooms. Let's make the bar the focal point. Yeah. Let's, like she said, we we ended up building a little barn. And which is, would be a more rustic barn inside of a big, more modern barn with a little, and it just, it kind of developed as it, as we went along and this, even the, the signage, you know, the old dive bar type of thing that we're creating on the interior of the bar was something that kind of came as of late. I almost think like at some point she was like, all right, I got to figure out a spot for him. Cause to he put kept ordering, signs. like he's always been collecting <laughs> antiques and stuff. And then out of nowhere, he started like ordering all these signs off like Facebook marketplace and stuff. And I'm like. Yo, I know he wants these in here, but <laughs> you like... You need to have, like, with the groom suite, you need, like, Big John's antique, like, little, oh, yeah. like, man like, cave off the side that people can just You guys kinda... can collab on the on the like, groomsman suite. I don't care what like, goes like a little, Like a little, like, uh, like, a little, like, home away from home kind of thing. Like, right. second bar out, like, out in the, I don't know, out in the grass area or Big something. John's All the antiques. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Big John's antique shop yeah, or something. Right, antique right. bar. Um, how long is the bar? 26 feet. 26 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. pretty long. Yeah. Um, and bathrooms, you said, are right right about or near the bar right off the bar yeah and yeah. they're huge yeah um what are they uh 20 uh, 14 by 14 yeah both 14 by 14 women's has four stalls probably the size of this room yeah well oh, bigger this, bigger yeah yeah this 14's gonna be bigger than this room 14 this might be 14 this is not this is probably only about 10 maybe 11 you probably got another three feet four yeah. feet yeah so three, uh, four stalls in the women's room and two stalls and two urinals in the men's room um, now when you talk about like moving stuff around, like how many different configurations do you think you could put in there? Wow, Obviously it depends geez. on the size, but like how many, well, I should say number one, how many people can fit in this venue? 300. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. 300 is a massive wedding. Right. Yeah. If we wanted yeah. to do larger, we can do like an indoor outdoor style. Cause our, our patio is so it's 10 feet wide. So it's exaggerated. We could put like cocktail tables out there and kind of make it like on the grass kind of area. Yeah. So, and if we needed to put a tent up or something, we could do larger scale. But wow. I mean, around here in Plattsburgh, I mean, like when I was at the golf resort, we did events for like 500, 600 people around here. It's kind of, uh, I don't know if I've been to a 300 person wedding. A lot of them, right. like, even 200, like that's a big wedding. At yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, three, you should be fine. And we and actually designed that building, um, to not cram 300 or 200 people into it that was the other thing and how we designed it and we talked very exclusively about this because i don't know you know only but the weddings that i went to mm -hmm. and i relied on the things that made me uncomfortable didn't feel good about the weddings i went to not you know like it was a major thing but just things that i would thought yeah. if i would have the foresight of what could come yeah 
So by having the two doors on the ends and the doors in the middle with the big 10 foot patio that goes all the way around, it creates a natural flow. Mm -hmm. So if you've got 200 people at this wedding, they're never going to have 200 people inside between a big 24 foot bar, mm -hmm. giant bathrooms and a, and a flow that you can be in one door out the other door. You know what I mean? So no fire matter, pits in the patio area, well, especially if it's summer weddings. Like I just, I always like being able to go in and out of a yes, wedding because you want to cool off. And, well, sometimes venue. too, you just want to change the scenery. You want to go out and it's quieter. There's no music and kind of chill, have a drink and relax. And yeah. but in doing that at this venue, the way we've created it, you don't separate yourself from the party. You don't separate yourself from the wedding. So, you know, door on the end, door on the end, and door dead center. You walk out that door in, you know, another 50 feet walk, you're going to be to the center of the door. Yeah. You didn't have to surf through the crowd of people to get to there. Yeah. There's going to be people drifting out to that door. I really feel like this is going to be something that creates an even better experience for people because of the people that are seeing it. I, I've heard people saying, oh, you were at so-and-so's wedding? I didn't see you. Yeah. I yeah. don't see that yeah. happening here. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, who was it came to? Um, the, uh, no, it doesn't matter. It was, we were at a wedding sometime. I remember some Steph said, "Oh, did you see so and so?" I was like, "No, she was there." Do, <laughs> uh, do you guys plan on doing events other than weddings, and do you plan on doing this year round? Uh, seasonal for now because we just don't want to be tied to it twenty four seven. Seasonal um, forever. <laughs> Well, it's a long, it's I want to, if I, if we can get like a couple like bigger events that we could do in the, just cause like heating it and stuff mm -hmm. like that, oh. that we would do annually, like maybe three or four annual events that we do in the winter, I yep. think would be cool. Um, I do want to do like a masquerade thing for like New Year's Eve. Yeah. So you could host some stuff there, right? Yeah. I think you that would space. be really cool. Cause you could do, like I said, it's a party. I mean, it's a big party venue. You can even close the doors in the winter. It yeah. should be. And we have in-floor radiant heat. But, um, It'd be tough because it were just, it's not designed. It's something it's, that it's, will, it's a seasonal it'll event. be yeah. talked about. Yeah. Um, I, well, <laughs> getting into Damaris, like, <laughs> right, we're not I, doing this here. <laughs> I, I, if, if, you know, my thoughts, I, if that's what's, you know, she wants a, a place that we could do, I'd say, think, build something because it goes to your point. You were saying you'd have land to explain to mm -hmm. do different things. We build something half the size right. that's winterized, yeah. you know, for the winter. And then during those summer months, you could still run that as well. But they would have something for the winter if you wanted to do it. Something a little, a lot different, but still within that same theme, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, th I think I'm looking forward to it. And I think, like you said, you have the room to expand. I'm, I'm curious, like, can I say decades? Yeah, go for it. Okay. De decades from now, we'll see, like, this thing will just evolve, which would be cool. Yeah. We'll get to go... Um, I, I was just seeing if you were gonna, you know, retire at some point, but I doubt it. You don't seem like a guy that's gonna retire. I just want to. I just want to be out because you're the, the site coordinator. Yeah, because I am the site, site coordinator. coordinator. So I tell people all the time is I am actually, um, you know, I'm not retiring, but I'm going to work for my daughter. I'm going to mow lawns, empty trash cans, and get drunk people to be nice. Yeah, and I'm pretty good at all three of those. Really it sounds am. like a fun time, though. Doesn't it? Like I mean, set, you want your, your, bo your boss isn't too strict. I mean, I'm sure I could make you the relaxing. assistant site coordinator. Um, I could, I could be head rubberneck too, and just going down and like <laughs> checking out the venue. No, I, I, I drive down. I think it's, like I'll I said, put you in charge of catching if, rubberneck. If I, if I'm, <laughs> how about if I'm at a wedding at the venue, then I'll be your like co-drinking friend. I don't know. We'll do that. <laughs> you drink we'll just sit out. We'll just, you're drinking for free at our venue, man. Well, either case we'll, we'll hang out. We'll, like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, I mean, I think it's going to be, I'm sure I'll be there plenty of times throughout the year. So they'll be yes. looking forward to, uh, 
I just think it's cool. I think what you guys are doing is awesome. Um, I, I think, think what you're doing is awesome. And I got to tell you, seriously. He says it all the time. I he watch, does. You know, I, I dig people who get it and get it right and work hard to get it. And I know you. the first thing you want to do is not be that guy and say, well, nah, nah, nah. that's bullshit, okay? You're good. You, you work hard. You know, I'm serious, man. You, you, you are. You really. Oh, thank you. you you're, you're out there. You're doing it. And I admire that. You know, not everybody gets it like that. Lots of hard workers out there. Lots of nine to fivers. You're not a nine to fiver. You're an eat, sleep, and drink your business. And I dig that. You know, yeah. you're, and not only do you get that that's your business, but you get to be successful. You have to be interested in other people's business. You have to bring other people along for the ride. It's your job as a successful person to motivate other people around you. If the community's doing well, you're doing well. And you get that. Not a lot of people do, man. And I got to yeah. tell you, I admire I, that a no, lot. I, no, I appreciate that. And I think that's, that's one of my focuses, especially as I've grown as a, just like as a you know person, but business and meeting like meeting staff and meeting other people. It's like you start realizing there's so many good people doing good things that it's, you know, like one of my favorite quotes is "Rising tide raises all ships," and it's just trying to support other people in their ventures. Because I have no background in weddings. I mean, I've been to plenty of weddings, I've had fun at them, but when I see the hard work going into something, knowing that, again, I don't know much about contracting or weddings or anything, but I know. A project start to finish and kind of seeing a vision start to finish it's tough because you know we're obviously talking about the highlights of it I'm sure in two years two and a half years there's a lot of tough days you said getting up three in the morning like people don't see they don't see the glamorous side of it and they see like you know the 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 stuff that like you said you got to wake up every day and believe in yourself and say you know what it, I don't feel like doing it or people are doubting me or whatever but you got the vision at the end of the day and it's like I'm gonna go I'm gonna make something out of this and like I said, I think the fact that you guys have family involved is so important and, and it, you know, elevates when you're having a bad day, you pick up the slack and vice yeah, versa. That's, and I that's think what we, yeah, it's so time. crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, but you don't, I don't think people, you know, they see the Instagram posts, which are absolutely beautiful and look great, but I'm sure there's many sleepless nights. There's many negative self-talk days and there's positive self-talk days and there's days you're like, why the hell am I getting up and like going there for 15 hours today to drive around in the dirt and build stuff and it's you know when you look at I just think when you look at successful people and they talk about like overnight success like this is and I love how you've documented the whole thing because you're not seeing an overnight success you're talking about you're talking about a couple years actively there plus 30 years in the background plus however you know for Steph even though it's not 30 years you've had what, say four or five years of like but you have a vision and you're like this is what I want to do and you're like your mind's made up and you're like I'm driven to make this happen and I think the fact that you guys are just doing it as like you know, your tribe or your clan of, of just like the family is really cool. So, um, yeah, no, that's why I like, like I said, I like you guys a lot. I just think, um, you and know, your you guys support for us means, it means yeah, a lot. That's why I was rocking your shirt the other day too. I just, I got to start wearing it out more, but my, my, my kids oh kind of spit up I, on it, but I, I like wearing it. it. And this is, you know, the, the, the culmination of all the things that you just said is why, you know, you, half a dozen times you see I'm ready to break down into tears, you know, because it's just, when you put that kind of work, and it's like when you see guys in a, you know, at a Super Bowl or win or something like that, you're yeah. crying and stuff. It's what it's about is because you, those days of self-doubt, those mm -hmm. days of going, oh, I always said, I fear two things in my life. And one of them over was death. I used to be scared to death of dying. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yeah. I want to live, but I ain't worried about it anymore. I know who I am and I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I get it now and that's going to be okay. But failure something I'm absolutely terrified of. And I will be that till the day I die because that's what drives me. 
as I refuse to fail. Now, that's not yeah. saying I haven't failed. Yeah. You know, that's, but I can tell you, I don't like it, and it smells terrible, and it tastes even worse, and I do anything in my powers not to have it happen well, to me. So to be at the point where this is successful, we've done it. Yeah. We ain't hit the finish line yet, but I'll tell you what, we got a pretty good lead yeah. <laughs> on well, winning this thing. Like you said, failure. One thing I, I call that is um, fear of not reaching my potential. Because then I look sure. at it, you got one life and like try to maximize it that if I feel like I'm just not putting in the effort, I'm like, I just feel like I'm wasting my potential. And that's the one thing that always, yeah, and I'm not great every day. There's times where I get into ruts, but I try to talk myself out of it. It's like, you got to keep just trudging forward and just make something happen. Because like I said, you got, if you're going to live, you might as well try to do something cool versus just kind of like, yeah, you know, just kind of just like coast. And I'm just not a coaster. I'm just like, you know. Like you said, I'm going to fail, but hey, I'd rather fail and grow than just kind of be yeah, complacent. Absolutely. So John Wooden had a, has a great saying about how... UCLA, he, good plug there. I oh, like that. Yeah. Nice you way to slip it in there. That's good. There, right? That's good. <laughs> I got to tell anybody who wants to, you know, find out, you know, of what it takes to be driven, the goal. I mean, John Wooden is one of the yeah. all-time greats. I mean, it happens to be that, you know, I, I love the, those um, West Coast, you know, different school teams or whatever. But this guy was amazing. And his thing about, you know... He, he, the pyramid his, of success or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jesus, if you need anything to motivate you, get that book. I mean, it's amazing, but... One of my few of my favorites were, you know, uh, be at your best when your best is needed. What that means is that not everybody's got 100% every single day, but there's going to be those days when you got to get it, you got to have it, and we can all achieve that. Mm -hmm. Nobody's running around on 110 every single day. Yeah. We're all trying to get there, and the people that who, who can, you know, carry that as high as are, are, are there, but be at the best when your best is needed. The other thing is, you may only have 70% today. When I was coaching, I used to teach kids that. When you, you, you might only be at 70%. That's not a bad, that's not a knock on you. Mm -hmm. But we got to have the 70. Yeah, exactly. We got to yep. have all 70 exactly. right now. You know, tomorrow a different day, whatever you got. But we got to have that all. If you're leaving anything on the table, you're, not, you're cheating yourself. Nobody else, but you're cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the biggest the thing that I love to share with people is people would ask me, man, where do you get this motivation, this drive? And I said, you have it. It's not anything that was directed at me. And I'll use the gym, for example. And people are like, man, you're so dedicated. You never miss. You have the same thing as me. There's going to be two voices on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the one that says, ah, you don't need to go today. Don't go today. And the other one is going to be, come on, you got to go. And that's about anything in life. Mm -hmm. We all have that. The one thing saying no, the one. Neither one are audible, right? You don't actually hear these voices. It's the choice you make to which one you're going to live with. Which one you're gonna to listen to? That's the difference in success. Yeah, it's just a discipline, like yeah. I said, and that's that's no, it's great. It's, and it's that simple though. It's not as complicated. Though you know, what is the meaning of life? And I mean, I'm not gonna to try to like I'm some great philosopher or something like this, but seriously, I mean, think about it. It's that voice. Which one do you choose to listen to? Which one? That's how simple it is. Mm -hmm. And then move from there. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm in my head all day long, probably more than, you know what I mean? Just self-talk all day long. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, not, not like, I mean, I'm, I, I find a, uh, how are we doing on time? Cause I, I don't know. I'm having a blast. Okay. 445. That guy's coming from Vermont. So we're good. <laughs> okay. Well, mean, this is, this is, couple, it's almost like therapeutic, dude. I no, this is good. Yeah, it's I, like I, days like this when you can escape 
yeah, the stress I think and that's everything. why I'm so emotional. Is that it's just been such a grind. That well, like you probably don't think about weeks, it often. You know, you're just the, in it. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Galen. And and that's what I love about you. And that's what this is why I, I give you the credit that I give you. That's the type of stuff that you are you're giving to the community. You're giving to me. Here I'm a guy. I'm you know killing myself over there busting. But you spent what an hour with me today. And I got to tell you, it's like therapy, man. It feels <laughs> freaking great. I got to stop and getting ready to ball every two seconds. <laughs> I mean, that's part of who I am anyway. I cried. There's a coach and I've cried at T-ball all the way up to CVBL guys at the end of the season. I don't know. Dude, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a mess when my kids get older. Like, <laughs> I'm going to probably ask you for uh, some notes here in the, you know, the upcoming years. Um, no, but I, I think, uh, I think a lot of it is just, like you said, when you talk about like self-belief, it's just, it's tough, but it is a choice. And when I'm like in my head, I try to, I try to cook. There's negative and there's positive, but I try to coach myself. And my negative is not like you suck. I don't. I don't ever look at myself and like you're terrible. Right. I look at myself and saying, okay, I know. I know you know you're not living up to your potential. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not slamming myself. I'm just like recognize you're not doing something correctly, and let's pivot and let's just get back on track. Yeah. And I, and I look <laughs> yeah. at myself and I do it a lot. And there's times I like I focus on stuff, but it's not at the detriment. I never put myself down. I'm always very positive. I'm like okay, how can we correct the problem? Like if you're in a rut, okay, you're in a rut, like acknowledge you're in a rut, but yeah. let's, what's the next step to get out or what's the next action we can take? Or sometimes it's like you said, today's a 60, 70% day. You know what? With that big project you wanted to do, push it till tomorrow, 60, 70. Let's just hit 60, 70 you know, percent of what you think you do. Yeah. Chalk it up as check the box. Like today's just a check the box day. Yeah. Tomorrow you feel better, then you grind it out. And that's having that like, you know, What's I'm giving myself that opportunity or not this opportunity, but I'm permission to say, you know what, today's the seventy percent day. Let's well, just- like, what happens? Like the days we drive around and get all those little things done. Yeah. You said it the other day. Yeah. You're like, I feel like I'm not doing what I need to do, but at the same time, we did all those things that we couldn't do on a day that we were a hundred percent. We're working, yeah. And and what happens with that too is it's you're laying that block for the foundation. You know what I mean? So you're building a foundation on your, on your your work, whatever, your project, your school, you know, whatever it is you got going on. So some days you may lay 100 blocks, right? Some days you only get 50 done. You know what I mean? You're just, you know, things were in the way. You weren't lined up quite or what. And that's all. So once you put, if you lay that one block, like you're saying, the 50% day or whatever, you come back the next day and you're like, hey, you're building on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, okay, I got at least that. And you feel better yeah. the next day because of that. But if you didn't give that 50%, because you know what, I'm just not feeling it. And it's like going back to listen to that voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I only had 50% that day. So that's why I didn't feel like going to the gym, but I listened to the right voice. And I went to the gym, I gave it 50%. So the next day I'm feeling a lot more like I got hundred percent because look what I did with 50%. Well, and you also leave it too, saying, even though it's 50%, it's better than zero. And you kind yeah. of leave and you're like, you know what? I was there. Or, you know, I laid, you said like a hundred blocks or whatever. It's like, well, it could have been zero. And at yeah. least I did 50. So whatever 50% you more. Laugh today, Cause that? you yeah. had that meeting with that guy and you're like, oh, I feel like my day got wasted, but you still finished whatever 10 boards of shiplap and yeah. it's such a huge difference. And I was grateful. Yeah. You know, it was that when I, even though we, because we did a big cleanup, I've been wanting to get a cleanup done. We haven't been able to do it for three weeks and I am a nut about a clean job site. And our job site looked like ass for like the last Literally three Literally can't drop anything. Water bottle. Who's, who's is that? Who's this, why isn't it in the water bottle bucket? <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I actually respect that. <laughs> That'd be me. So. <laughs> so it was, you know, we got that done. Then, like I said, I had a visitor and the visitor was kind of funny because it wasn't anything for me. This is a guy from California who moved, who's 
just bought a, a business here. You, you may even know the, the guy. He just bought the green room. Great oh, guy. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Brett Boyer, I think, isn't it? No, not Brett. Uh, Boric. Brad. Brad Boric. Okay. Brett Boyer. Boyer. <laughs> kidding with these guys. BB, a lot of Bs. <laughs> a lot of Bs going on here. But anyways, he's from California. He's bought the green room. Somebody, a friend of mine, would recommend, you need to talk to John Damaris. I came from California. Yeah. So I was the guy that was out, you know, didn't really get how to, and he's kind of going through a learning curve and he's like, Hey, you know, dude, come talk to me, come visit with me, you know? So I took almost two hours, you know, and I'm talking to him and I'm, he's going, yeah, he can relate. And he's got somebody here and he can relate to because Plattsburgh, you as you know, the North country is a whole different animal. Yeah. You don't pick up from California, show up here and, and start doing business. Mm-hmm. You got some things to learn, son. This place ain't the same yeah. as anywhere in the universe. Right. So I was able to steer him in some good directions, give him some, some confidence that he's got somebody here who knows who he is. He knew everything, everything I things I knew about LA that he couldn't believe it. He goes, dude, you are LA. You were definitely, you know. So I was able to spend two hours of my time doing what you yeah, do, yeah. giving back to some guy. And I was rewarded because as soon as he left, I had already done my cleanup because I wanted it clean for him when he came. So that got knocked out of the way, which I wasn't going to do. Then I was all like, okay, I got to get some going and I got to just get in my mood. I wasn't feeling like, I was feeling like I had 50%. But once I got on a roll, everything just clicked for me. And that's the law of attraction working. Because I gave somebody my time when I didn't feel like I had it, but I felt like it was this thing to do. And mm-hmm. I shared something with him. He walked away feeling like he had a guy in his corner mm-hmm. and that made him feel better. I walked away and I got things on a roll that all happened because the law of the universe kept anything in out of my way so that I could throw up that ship lap. And I finished up probably, what, 400, 500 square feet of ship lap like it was nothing. Yeah. And walked away looking at the bar going, wow, now it's just, it's to scale. It's the, you know, I see it now on 100% vision. It was pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, it's just, you just got to, like I said, give yourself some time and that, that rebound effect. Like you said, you went from 50% to even if it got to 80% today, it's like, hey, yeah. we got that. You might leave here today and finish the whole thing. I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> Imagine no, that. I mean, well, she's, she's out there at one o'clock no, in the morning. I'm just, going, I'm this, hanging crystals today. Yeah, this one's going back to work there, but she's, she's dragging yeah. me here to the podcast and I'm thinking, man, I've been wanting to get into them now of all days. Now I'm like so grateful. This has been the most relaxing, therapeutic and fun. It's always great to collab with people who get it. You know what I mean? You don't spend a lot of time throughout the course of your day, you know, working with guys like us yeah. who get it and yeah. who are driven and who have this vision on it's just the way it works i mean it's not a bad thing it's not a good thing it is what it is so to be able to sit here and talk and get a little bit emotional and and really just recognize that you know what this kid right here this girl young lady and i have achieved something my family my yeah. two boys nick and pat you know and my wife she's the backbone of our family i mean she's she's not involved in the actual building and all that but you know she's the one who sits back and referees the bullshit arguments and all that and you know mm-hmm. keeps me from beating the hell out of these guys and all that stuff so i mean it all just comes to recognize and be able to sit here after three weeks because we've really been on a push with the electricians ace electrics come in there and just done an unbelievable job for us. I mean, they're amazing. They're but, the best. Yeah, we've had to bust our ass to stay ahead of them. We weren't expecting it to happen this quickly. So to be able to, it's almost like I finally just, today was the first day sitting in here and just going, yeah, take a breath. Oh, man, this is, and thinking about, you know, you're saying all this different stuff and Stephanie brings up the, you know, the vision that we had last night when we were looking at that and all that. And you're talking about who did the finish. And then I start, you know, she starts talking about the chandeliers that she did. And the, see this, this one right here did the inside. Rustic Pines is Steph Damaris. 
I'm the builder, the family built it and all that. But honestly, rustic pines, the wedding, the the, the saying you know, where new meets old or what is it? How's that called again? <laughs> rustic meets a modern twist. Well, rust, rustic, yeah, something like that. Or Let her be that. The, 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 the PR. The no. new. Yeah. <laughs> Our, Art, your blank canvas awaits. You know what I mean? Jesus, man, that that is the, you know, and people talk about the amount of money. Not about the money. I mean, the vision that she yeah. had and it's being put together. And, and I'm not going to be around here forever. This building's going to be around for a damn long time. She's going to be around for a lot longer running this business. And I mean, that's kind of, you know, all coming to together that I'm not saying I didn't see it before. But thanks for the opportunity to, to come in here and sit with somebody who recognizes it. And your support at this point in time has been from the beginning. But when people say, they don't realize how much it means when people tell us, God, your building looks great. Your family did a great job. Man, that erases all the nights that, you know, I doubt myself and go, God damn, I got to, what the hell did I do? The people are going to find out, man, I don't know shit. No, I mean, I, gotta I mean, you got me fooled if you don't know what you're doing because I, I think it looks incredible. I, I, I await my like every day or every two day, just like picture of it. So I think, like I said, you had the, the, the night photos with all the lights now. It's just like incredible. Ooh, just tonight, popping. wait for and, tonight. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'll hold you to it. So I'll be, oh, yeah. I'll be refreshing my screen. But mm-hmm. And I know there's like at least a million point two listeners on this podcast so i want to let no point three but <laughs> now, now all of I la mean, actually listens to this all these, uh, these the people that would have supported and just i mean even if something as simple as hey your building looks great if you people had any idea how much that means when we hear it it's i, I couldn't even put it into words it, yeah it's it, 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 to the from the bottom of my soul I'm grateful for all the, the, the support and the people who say how great the building looks. It, well, it means everything. I, I think uh, I think you're in the infancy of, of uh, good compliments coming your way because I'm really I'm really like I said I, I I'm excited for for you guys and I think you know when you start talking about like building up the area and everything like stuff like this is needed you know it adds that an extra you know extra layer and it takes people to do it and it takes the vision and it takes blood sweat and tears and I, I like I just think you guys are starting. You know the again very infancy of something that we're going to see say decades but really you know you know 20 years from now that whole venue is going to be this like massive i would assume just as massive entertainment place or station whatever you know like venues and yeah. everything else it's just going to be i'll take any really of cool. those words I love yeah. It. yeah i mean i think i think it's just like you said it's never gonna be finished in, in a good way meaning we don't want it to be finished sure. we want to just keep yeah. working at it and who knows maybe Generation three gets involved down the road, and all of a sudden it's right? like you know. Yeah, th- give me goosebumps. Then they're, then they're hanging out with with uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Big Grandpa John's uh, antique shop. So wait, wait, do we end it with Big Bad John playing in the background? Can you play it? Who who sings? Is this it? Is this it? Big Bad John? Yeah, Jimmy Dean. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so right. I'm sitting. I'm like, I know it's a name Damn, that we've that heard before. Right. Not Jimmy Dean Sausage, but Jimmy Dean himself. <laughs> That's exactly so what I thought. This is this is uh, Jimmy Dean is going to take us out on on this episode, but. Uh, John, I appreciate you coming on. It was great uh, to talk about this. Cause I, like I said, I've been a huge fan of this for a while, and I continue to be. And I'm a bigger um, fan of yours, man. I, thank you for having us. No. I, I, thank you for what you do. I mean, yeah. you're amazing. No, this was great. I'm glad you. I'm glad we we got you on. And Steph, can we do it again? So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever. I mean, well, hey, get you out to the venue. Yeah, we do we, it we, at the venue. We did. Uh, we've done some mobile. We've done like two mobile ones. So we'll do one. We did one with uh, Anna's friend up or oh yeah, family at the friend. thing. Yeah, at yeah. that venue, and that was awesome. So it's kind of like. You know, I, li- I like going on campus sometimes and seeing it. So that would be, uh, at some point, we'll do something there. Maybe yeah. right, right at the bar at Rustic Pines. Awesome. Sounds oh, yeah. great. That'd be great. So, John, thank you. Steph, thank you. Big John, play it. Is this it? <laughs>
Oh, that is it. <laughs> so, so the so the story about this is no, you can keep playing. Is it, when I was a kid, we used to take we went to a babysitter or, or like a daycare or whatever. I was young. I was under like under five, and we'd take naps. So while we were taking naps, our babysitter would play like this old music because that was just like what she was into, which was fine. It was back in the early '90s, and so this song came on, and we always loved it. It was Big John, yeah. and for some reason, this just stuck in my head as I hear Big John. <laughs> Didn't know who sang it back then. I was a little guy, but like so now it still like resonates. It's about a minor, I think, and you listen. To, it's just a storyline, but it's great. So. So we got Big John D and little Steph Damaris. <laughs> so look out, uh, Rustic Pines, three months out. If you have not, what's the location again on Kelly Road? I mean, just drive on Kelly Road. 63 Kelly Road. 63 Kelly Road, right after the Turnpike. Um, it's really cool. Check out their Instagram if you have not. It, 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 Steph promises good photos. They are fantastic photos, and we'll, we'll see even more with the lights. So, John, Steph, thank you so much. Episode 133 of the Galen Trombley Show. Shout out to Jimmy Dean. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.